perpétuelle claque et tu les fourres Hey everybody, welcome to the Nooner Podcast on the Smodco Internet Radio Network. I am a host going solo for a bit, just to start off. Uh, John couldn't make it tonight, and... Uh, Kruger is on his way, um, but I uh, just wanted to talk about a few things before we start with the, the main stuff, because here is a chance for me to get like a word in edgewise, and so I can actually finish a thought. Um, let's see, today the um, New Hampshire primaries uh, took place. It's the first primaries of the... Uh, election season. Uh, last week's was the the first caucus, which was in Iowa, uh, and then it was just uh, Trump versus Nikki Haley, and Trump won. And you know, I guess that's uh, if you look at it in the um, if this were the only election that was happening, that would be a terrible thing. But uh, personally, I, I think that um, you know Trump and. Joe Biden, both uh, presidents, I guess, they, they are really old. They're not the most dynamic characters that I want to lead the country into the future. Um, and um, yeah, I, I think that if you put the two of them together, it, it bec- makes a really easy decision for, I think, most Americans. Like, you've got a, 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 a an old man who has trouble remembering stuff and trips here and there. And then you've got another old man who is batshit crazy. And, um, yeah, I, I think that, that, um, decision is pretty clear for probably 52% of the population, which is all that matters, um, of the voter voting population. But as far as, uh, Nikki Haley is concerned, she's dynamic. She's, uh, she's very clear spoken. She's, um, telegenic. And I think that her, um, and she's very like, I guess, inoffensive. She's, she doesn't have strong stances on anything. It feels like. So if she had won in New Hampshire, then, um, I think if she went head to head with Joe Biden, I think she would beat Joe Biden. So, uh, as a, dyed-in-the-wool pinko liberal, I would rather have Joe Biden than Nikki Haley. But that said, you know, between the two of them, it's probably um, not a a terrible, um, it's not two terrible evils going at it. It's just sort of two, I don't know, mediocrity, mediocre candidates, um, as opposed to Trump, who is genuinely terrifying. Um, So hopefully that uh, th- this trend continues and uh, and Joe Biden stays healthy and hale and hearty uh, through to November. Um, last week, uh, Yari, a listener, wrote in asking me, asking us what uh, about languages. And he um, had studied Swedish and he's Finnish and also speaks English. And I think he was, uh, oh, he was, I think, studying Japanese, I think. Um, 
it was only a week ago, and yet it, it is that hard for me to remember. Um, yeah, and I realized that after the podcast, I didn't tell you what I was working on. Um, let's see, what did he say? He was, yeah, uh, dabbling in Japanese. Yeah, I've been doing um, Duolingo. Which is not like the best way to learn a language, but for uh, four years running, f over four years, uh, every day, just a few lessons here and there in everything from French, which I'm pretty conversant in, um, to, would you say that I'm conversant? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the wife uh, says that I'm conversant, and um, I learned a went through the whole program of Italian, which uh, I am not that great in, but it, good enough that it, it impressed people when I was in Italy when I spoke, and they were very generous and kind, even though every fucking person spoke English. And that's the, the thing, is like in most countries, like everybody speaks English, so learning another language is not that huge a, an advantage, especially in Europe. Uh, in Japan, I would say that there are not a lot of uh, ja uh, English speakers, at least when, when I went. It was such a rarity. Um, but uh, right now, I'm learning or trying to learn Korean, which is f so freaking hard. I, I don't quite know what I'm doing. Like, at least when, when I had, like, French and Italian are, are romance languages. I think Italian's a romance language, or it's a Latin language. It's one of the two, but they're very similar to English in the structure and the words, so it's, it, you can kind of figure things out in a way, but uh, the way that sentences are, in, are structured in Korean, like the verb comes at the end, and like I don't, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but my thought is that through osmosis, it will all just sort of... Uh, or just through exposure, it'll all sort of fit into place. But like like Japanese, which I, Yari is, is studying, there are so many different structures based on your social um, uh, standing with the, with the social situation. So there's like a formal way of speaking, there's a casual way, and, uh, and none of that is explained in, um, in the actual lessons. So... Uh, if anyone has any suggestions on how to better learn Korean, uh, I would love to know it. Um, so yeah, that was one of the things that uh, um, that was discussed that I did not get to uh, chime in on. Um, the one other thing that I would say that is that I was thinking about games for PS4 that, that Kruger could play. Uh, I have not played God of War 2. Is is that good? I, I really enjoyed God of War 1, even though I didn't finish it because I have trouble finishing most things. And, you know, when it comes to video games, I don't feel that badly about it. Um, but, uh, the, yeah, that game is amazing. Uh, I thought it was, like, from a story perspective, it's really uh, strong. I thought the acting was great. And the action was fantastic, and the graphics were great. Um, so that was one that I would uh, suggest that Steve play. Do I, I think it's got to be for PS5. Um, and then, uh, let's see. Hmm. Uh, I didn't 
talk about, I realize that I bring up all these issues, not, or these questions, I never really, and I pull the other uh, MERPs, but I rarely get to, uh, or I, I don't make it a, whatever. Nobody's interested in my, in my opinions, but now, because it's just me, I can just, uh, nobody can interrupt me and tell me to shut the fuck up unless the dogs can talk. Uh, and if they could, that's probably what they would say. Um, when we were talking about a few weeks ago, the best things of 2023, uh, here's something I just watched, and I guess it's from 2022. It is uh, this show called Pachinko. It's on Apple TV Plus, Apple Plus TV, something like that. Um, it is a, a weird, uh, it's based on a novel that is about Koreans who were living in Japan and it was written in English, I believe. Um, but the show is in Korean and Japanese and it's like a historical sort of drama, but it's about a history that we don't really no, here it's all it was all the nudity to me um the level of racism that the koreans experienced in in japan and it's a sort of sweeping story that just jumps in time from the the 1920s i think all the way to the 1990s and it's 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 really um visually stunning great acting but it's like it, it. It's. I think it makes me wonder, like, how Apple TV decides what shows they make. It. It sounds like like somebody's cousin read a book and like, oh, this is a cool book. This should make a a good show. And then they spend tens of millions of dollars on this show. That is just. I mean, it's it goes. It's a big time. Um, a period drama in multiple different periods and like they spent a shitload of money to make it and it's a great show but like i don't know how you market it like who like it won all these awards um it won a critics choice award uh and got nominated for i think one emmy but but it's got all these great reviews but i don't know anybody who's seen it who's not korean so um I'm curious if you anybody has seen it, and also if you have shows like that that you watched. Um, I, I I'm curious what other people, uh, what hidden shows people watch. Um, I thought Blackbird was sort of that way. Uh, another Apple Plus show um, where I knew nothing about it, and it's not a perfect show, but the performances are compelling and. Uh, it is really, really engrossing. Uh, so I highly recommend that. And let's see, I've in the past week, I've read two more Jack Reacher. And by reading, I mean, I, it's been playing while I do the laundry in my ear. Um, two more Jack Reacher novels. They're all the same, and they're all fucking awesome. It's just uh, him, this guy, who just beats people up. And like I said before to, to John... It is like, um, um, like uh, if if uh, Jason Voorhees was uh, a cross between Jason Voorhees and and Sherlock Holmes, because 
he he's like this master detective who notices all these clues and at the same time he's an unstoppable killer who shows no mercy and just just kills people left and right and it's interesting because I also recently watched The Equalizer, which is a movie that I don't really care for because it really that really felt like torture and um, porn, torture porn. Because like there's something about the uh, I, I don't know it, it, if you look at it, at it on paper, um, The Equalizer is basically the same uh, as as a uh, um, Jack Reacher, like it's a a killer who can't be stopped, who uh, kills all the bad guys. But there's just something about the Equalizer where he takes pleasure in it in a way that in the Jack Reacher novels, it's more like um, matter of fact. Neither of which is I- ideal. You know, you don't want either of those types of person uh, um, at your Thanksgiving dinner, but there is something more satisfying about uh, the Jack Reacher novels. And they're just very engagingly written. And it's so repetitive. And um, if you dissect them at all, they're absurd. But I was at, uh, I was talking with a a TV writer. um, And I was saying that, I forget what show they were talking about. I was like, oh, oh, it was Fargo. I was like, oh, it's just like, you know, it didn't make any sense. It it didn't follow any logic. And, um, you know, I just, I, it, I, I didn't buy into it. And he's like, well, every show's like that. I mean, that's like the nature of television. It's like, it's, everything is heightened and over the top and, and extreme. So it's like you choose to go in to buy into it or not. Uh, with the case of, of Fargo season four, I just couldn't get past the cartoonish nature of the Juno Temple character. I, I'm sure she's a fine actress, but it just felt like she was doing a, a caricature of uh, Minnesota, um, uh, like the version of Fargo. And, you know, I guess if you tune into Fargo, the TV series, you want, the, that's what you're looking for in the same way that when you tune into um, uh when you tune in to MASH, the TV series, you want more MASH, the movie. Uh, and so it has that same, that same, you know, all the, the, the little tidbits. That, God damn it, Shecky. Um, the tidbits uh, from the movie are in the series. So then I guess I need to just uh, grow up. Um, hey. Who, are you just in here talking to yourself? Is this on the air? Wait, you're... You haven't been here the whole time? I've been in the bathroom. I'm waiting for my cue. Shit. I, I, oh. You didn't see the red light? Oh, that's what that... I thought it meant uh, flush again. Oh, nice. um, Hey, everybody. It's Steve Kruger. I was saying yeah, that, yeah. that uh, this is the, the one time I got to, to speak without anybody interrupting me. And so I could Did actually, you, when I ask these questions, see, you are already just interrupting me. Oh, that's, shit. I love that. Sorry, sorry. No, no, that's, that's no, 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 yes, no, yes. No, 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 no. Uh, when you, when I asked you a question last week about, um, what was it? Uh, oh, what, what you, language you were learning. Like, I realized I didn't get to, to chime in on what that. What language are you learning? Yeah, you had to tune into the show. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yep. Oh, shit. One of your dogs is licking my, my crotch. Uh, that's not a dog. Oh. And I 
didn't think that was your crotch. Oh boy. So oh, I man, apologize. they are like in there. Wow. Wow. Sorry. I, I I'm so glad that the 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 walking impression has just gone away. I guess like because Gen Z doesn't know who he is. So I remember I was just used to do walking impressions, myself included. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's annoying. What's a good impression that people are doing these days? I don't know. That's a really good. I have to go on TikTok and see what uh, the kids are doing yeah. impressions of. Yeah. Maybe Joe Rogan. People like to do the rogues. How would how would you do Rogan? Uh, I don't really know. I've never really watched him. I know he talks and about like elk meat and um, human. It's like so specific. Yeah, and there was only so many walk-in performances to to pull from. But Joe Penny's Rogan talks for three, four hundred hours a day. So, but I, yeah, I don't, I don't know who, who, what, what impressions are like. If you were an up-and-coming stand-up. Is, is Joe? Can you do, imp- do a Joe I Biden do impressions? Oh, okay, yeah. A don't do impressions, but do like people do a Joe Biden impression? Ah, uh, sure. What What does he sound like? You just stumble and you say chief and ace and stuff like that. We're gonna get know? it done this this year, Ace. It's gonna be a great, it's gonna be a great time. Yeah. I I I I have never listened to him speak. He's a he's a very captivating speaker when he's talking about emotional things yeah uh, but he's become certainly more prone to malapropisms and, and malapropisms stum- yeah oh. and uh stumbly stumblies yeah you know like me he should be the vice president he was Can we just have two vice presidents um and how will they make a decision uh, does, does anyone need to is anything getting decided what's happening yeah, I mean, we're, like what? we're doing... Any legislation? Oh, no. No. But, but executive orders, sure. And wh- what's the most recent one? Uh, let's see. Um, he's doing stuff... Uh, we're capping with, LA people at three dogs? What well, he just forgave $5 billion in student loans. Okay. So that's something. Right, that's something, yeah. Yeah. I Do mean, you have I, any student loans? No, Yale just paid for everything. What you got? A, you had a you had a fencing scholarship, right? No, no, they don't do athletic scholarships. I just had uh, my parents just took out a second mortgage and and oh, yeah. that's so sad. Well, they're they're doing just fine. Okay, yeah. all right. Uh, thanks, mom and dad. <laughs> no, I mean I'm just forever. You know, I, I I I was talking to a a colleague who's got a kid trying to get into college, and. Apparently, Boston University is very hard to get into now. And I'm like, really? It well, just, I think the top 200 schools are all super hard to get into. But their acceptance rate is like 11%. Yeah. I was like, yeah. what? Like all the top 200 schools are like 11%. That's insane. Yeah. And it is... Like 7 to 11%. It is know. more expensive than Harvard. Not not surprising. Wow. Yeah, That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's Harvard. bad enough you didn't get into Harvard, but you got to pay more to be across the river and look at Harvard. I mean, Harvard has a multi, multi-billion dollar um, annuity endow- endowment. endowment. Yeah. Yeah. So why do they um, charge people? I don't know. I, oh. That's what I wonder. What do they need like, the money for? Like, that is such a pittance to, from what they get for all their land ownings and investments and all that and stuff. And their president just quits. So they don't have to pay her salary. Right? I know. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, she's Her still, name's Gay, right? Shut up. Yes, her yeah. name is Gay yeah. Claudine Gray. Claudine, gay. Claudine Gay. Yes, and she's still she's she's still, still named there. Gay. Yeah, she's yeah. just not the president. President. Yeah, yeah. and and it, it's a very weird thing. So, she got called out by this uh, this 
activist investor named um, Bill Ackman. Bill Ackman. He's got yeah. a great head of hair. Oh, does he? I don't know nothing about him, but he's a hedge fund manager. Yeah, and yeah. so he's he, a real fun guy. And he doesn't buy into this DI whatever um, DI yeah um, stuff stuff like you know this wokeism, um, and so he he made it a mission to to uh, like take down all these elitist. Um, he's Peter Thiel to the Gawker via uh, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, diversity, equity, equity, and inclusion. Oh, that yeah, that yeah. whole movement. Sure. And uh, so he found out that Claudine Gay did, had some poor citations in her dissertation, PhD, PhD dissertation, and it wasn't like she had. Uh, it was like background stuff, as as I understand it. I didn't read her dissertation, so I should be clear about that. But um, <laughs> who's I'm, read anyone's dissertation? I know, I know. Have you ever read a dissertation? No, fuck no. I've oh my did. god, my, I read my dad's. Why? Because I wanted to see what was in my dad's head. And what did you... The most boring... It was not a page turner. And you know what? I will bet fucking that boring. if you ran it through a, a machine that there would be... He stole ideas. Not ideas, but, but like didn't, did not properly uh, you know, credit certain citations. You know? And it uh, turns out that Bill Ackman's wife, who works at MIT, had the same problem. They ran her dissertation through the, the citation machine, and she had the same problems. So... It's fire them both. Fire them both, or just both those schools have shitty basketball teams anyway, right? So we uh, don't care. All I care about is basketball. No, Jeremy Lin went to Harvard. Did he? Yeah. Oh, and where's he? Um, he somewhere retired. in Canada or Europe. Yeah, he, he retired. He he retired. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. He was like the thing for a second. He was the thing, the thing for literally a second. Lin sanity, yeah. and then poof, he's gone. Yeah. He he was beset by a lot of injuries, and also he just got treated like shit. Uh, for sure. Yeah, what I don't I remember his name, but I don't remember I don't follow basketball. Oh. I'm not from a basketball town. It's not a, it's not a big deal where I yeah. grew up. Yeah. Well, it's not a big college town either. Yeah, it's not yeah, not a lot of colleges, not a lot of sports in Boston. It's yeah. it's just all history. Yeah. I uh, you know last week when I said that I I picked the 49ers to win the Super Bowl, I didn't know the 49ers were in the playoffs. Oh. Um, they're in they're doing quite well. I know, they're I know. a great squad of football players. They had a, a a very fine finish to the their their the last game. I think they may be my next team. Oh. Yeah, they got uh, that scrappy like quarterback guy. Yeah, um, like, well, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo went to Vegas, right? Sure. Yeah, he did because he was there for because I know Jimmy Garoppolo from the Patriots. Uh-huh. Where's John? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. He's so exhausted from not working because he's on strike that he couldn't come? I don't know. Oh. Well, you, you, you could have texted him. I told you that he wasn't coming. I know. Yeah. Um, I was busy. I was, so, I was training my dog. Oh, how, how is uh, she doing? She was a real piece of shit tonight. Yeah. Yeah. So not, was Walter. Not, not, a great, okay. not a great night. Oh. Yeah. I kicked her. When the woman looked away, I kicked her as hard as I could. No, you didn't. The woman, not the dog. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the teacher. Uh, well, <laughs> and she turned around, and you're like, oh, my, yeah. My, yeah, my, my dog. She's, uh, and I just went off, and I, put my, I made a fist <laughs> in the air, and the dog laid down, and I went, oh, what are you going to do? Uh, but you had to do it in German, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Auf. Yeah. Auf. Um, yeah, so this morning, the Oscar nominations <gasps> were announced. Yes. So I'm sure that you were up at 4.30 this morning. I get up every 4.30 to live stream it. Yeah. And I don't know who is the. Uh, do they really need to do it that early in the morning? Can't I they just do it the night before? Four thirty in the morning, but yeah. Or why not just have like the the little like 
email alarm just send it automatically why does why does why do movie stars have to get up at three in the morning no, just one movie star has who was to there do who did it i uh let's see let's, yeah exactly i'm gonna look it up i'm gonna look why it do up. they have to get up so early and why do they have can't they just announce it like uh, like like a blast email like you said why do people and they got to get hair and makeup there's someone in the valley who does their hair and makeup that's very tired right now i don't know yeah yeah but um, I, I do they do the AVN awards the same way? Does some does porn stars get up at three in the morning? And no, they've been up. They've been up. They've been up. They, <laughs> they, just, do, just, they just do a bump and <laughs> keep going. They, nobody does coke and porn anymore. They're all like sober and they're extreme athletes now. <laughs> I'm serious. They like man. We don't. I can't do drugs. I can't gain gain any weight. Um, well, I gotta, I gotta be focused. Cocaine isn't about gaining weight. I know, I but it doesn't. It it's not good for your dingaling when you're trying to. Right. They all take either Viagra or there's this drug that I've never heard of until I heard a porn star talking about it, where you inject it. It's a syringe into your penis, uh-huh. and it gives you an instant erection, and uh-huh. you don't have to be aroused. It's, it's just, just it's just it's, it's just rubber just, cement. It's like those little glow light sticks. You just shake it, yeah, crack, yeah. and it's on. Like uh-huh. there's no, you still have to be what were you aroused. To when you this is an NPR podcast <laughs> with a couple of porn stars that break down the. Um, Tits and bits, I think that's what it's called, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, I don't. I, I watch. A, I, I don't care about porn, but I, I'm fascinated by the business and the behind the scenes and how Who it all works. Cares about porn though. Well, I mean, I don't. I don't really use it. I don't no. like. Oh, I need to watch some porn, but I like to think about like, oh, some guy is in the bathroom of some Calabasas house with a syringe and he's jabbing it into his penis and injecting himself with stuff because he's gotta act in a performance wow that's crazy yeah i wish you could do that with some actors Ooh, yeah to get them working oh that's a good idea for a movie like an like an acting serum mm-hmm. like the soap actor can't act and somebody makes a serum and then he becomes daniel day lewis there are 10 best actor nom- i mean best picture nominations do you want to hear them all hit me all right american fiction didn't see it okay and anatomy of a fall saw it yeah. Loved it. Loved it? It's fantastic. Okay. It's a foreign film, though. Yeah, it's foreign. It's a French film. Yeah. So why is it an American... Because it's the best picture. Okay. Yeah. Barbie. Saw it. Didn't, didn't care, care for, for it. it. Um, I don't know why you didn't care for it. Like, What, what, was, what would you say was a, uh, the... What did you object to? The script was a mess. I, I couldn't follow the story. I thought it was so many ideas all at once it was just a jumble of notes and half-assed ideas that don't you know, the ending didn't work it just didn't work for me mm. i i think and she wasn't nominated for director I'm not there yet oh well we'll get there because i think she should have it's very well directed i think it's just uh, the poorly holdovers written. didn't care for it well, what didn't you care for it the holdovers what didn't you care for in it i thought the script again wasn't that good like it, mm-hmm. it it was just kind of going through the motions of that story which is uh, a jd salinger bot that you type in teacher has to, st- has to babysit kid over holidays mm-hmm. and he it learns very he, salinger-esque but yeah the, the, the acting was great and it, it just this there were scenes that i was like this is kind of flat writing wise hmm. eh. right, i loved it uh killers of the flower moon didn't see it won't don't care will you see it no why not no one 
has said, oh, you got to see it. Do you know anyone who's seen it? Yes. And I'm like, what'd you think? And they said, well, you know, it's... It's It's a movie. It is definitely a movie. Yeah. I don't know anybody who's seen it. Okay. Yeah. It's just uh, three and a half hours. Uh, that's that, that's like what? Who the fuck are you to to make me sit through three and a half hours of anything? Uh, Except for the right stuff, De, I will see that like a zillion times over. De Niro. I, I don't know. I just no. I, I'll, I'll pass. Yeah, get Thelma in there to chop some stuff out of there. Chop, 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 Marty. Get it down to the under three hours. Um, number six, Maestro. Who the fuck has ever seen that movie? Mm, the I, same person who saw Killers of the Flower Moon. I've never met anyone. I didn't even know it was out. Okay. Yeah. It's on Netflix right now. Yeah. It's, it's streaming. Sure. You can see that. Like, I, like, he looks just like him. Cool. And it's like, I don't, then I, I, I it doesn't impress me. You know, I don't care. Who was Leonard Bernstein? Uh, he did the um, music for West Side Story. That's all you need to know. Cool. Yeah. And they made a movie because he was the guy who gay did. or no. a alcoholic no. or what? What's the What's the beef? Um, he was a, a tortured genius. Uh, I think he was a womanizer. I don't know. He womanized. Yeah, but what? What? I, 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 you know, who, that's who what cares? Barb, That's what Oppenheimer was, right? Oh, by the way, number seven on the list, Oppenheimer. Saw it. And the first two hours are really good. Like it's really well acted, and uh-huh. it is. There is an urgency to it in the filmmaking and the writing and the acting that I was like, I am in. And then they make a bomb. I'm sorry, spoilers. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Come on. He makes a bomb. It's in my queue. He makes a bomb. And then there's another bomb. uh, An atomic bomb. God damn it. Yeah, I know. Not a hydrogen. There's a a whole bunch of, we're going to make a hydrogen. We're going to make an atomic. Do you want a non-alcoholic beer? No, that's, I'm fasting. And then there's another hour, and it just dragged. I, uh-huh. I was looking at my phone. I was scrolling through Instagram. So I, I, I'm glad I saw it, but I don't need to ever see it again. Uh, past lives you didn't care for? Yeah. I, these movies that are You're like, heartless. I, I, it's because you're heartless. I'm telling you. I am heartless, but okay. I, I... Next next one, movie. <laughs> I just I didn't connect with it. Just the holdovers is very well done. It's good. It's just I didn't connect with it. Like I've seen this movie a million times, and it just there was what, nothing what, new. Who did it better? Who did what better? Uh, the holdovers. Well, it, it wasn't uh, it wasn't sideways. That's for sure. Like I, there were no like wow that was an amazing monologue or what a what a funny turn or it just was it was just obvious. You know, like the kids. Wait, are you drinking wine? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were sober this month. Yeah. Eh, soberish. What are you do? California's you're Ben you're Ben Affleck sober. Yeah, I have yeah. a couple of drinks. So uh Ben Affleck sober. Was the wait, did you say that sideways we well, said sideways so I had to get wine. So um Oh cool. oh, cool. oh that's that's, that's that like the candy man good? you say it three times here. Yeah. I just I, I, I wanted to like the holdovers. It's set no, no, in a was sideways good? Yeah, I really okay, like Sideways. Okay. So you're saying that that is a better version? Well, of, well uh, it's, it's just because like it's the same actor curmud- and director, but and very curmudgeonly, you know. I, there's just guy mo- getting in the way of himself, I, I, and I don't even remember uh, what's the Robin Williams Dead Poet Society. I was going to say, but um, Bicentennial Man. Yes, Bicentennial. Yes, <laughs> the one Cadillac Man. He was in a lot of movies where it was a word and what's then man. Up, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there are movies about the teacher 
student relationship that get in, educating Rita is like from the eighties, and it's kind of an interesting one. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. I just watched him in a movie last night. I just the holdovers was I was like I want to love this. Okay. And he's a professor with a you know. A, I thought it was really well directed. It really put you in that place uh, music wise and it was just some of the writing just and alexander Payne didn't write it and he wrote sideways so there's just something i felt that i felt it was um broad in moments and yes and again i I was talking about this earlier like you buy into it or you don't and i decided to buy into it and and when you embrace it it It, it's as it opened it's it's a professor smoking a pipe oh i'm sorry you're still talking yeah it's you want me to go outside and sit in the car for 10 more minutes you want to get your fucking thoughts i'm gonna lock you in the bathroom okay oh again yeah uh no it's just liberating to give yourself over but you can still recognize the flaws so i'm i'm saying that you're right but i decided to to take the blue pill or whatever. I tried. And it opens with him I don't think you did. grading papers, smoking a pipe with a jacket, a tweed jacket with elbow patches. And I'm like, oh my God, it's my dad. That's He smoked a pipe. Now we get to and, the nut. Okay. It uh, was like too close to home. Got it. No, but no, I, I was like, no. oh, I'm going to love this because he's like a little intellect. He's like, I mean, my dad taught college, not a prep school. He was a, a tenured and, professor. And he did not smell like fish. Yes. And his eyes were binocular. One wasn't going off in the corner. But I, I was like, oh, this is going to be great. It's going to remind me of my dad, and I'm going to make choke up. And I was like, he's kind of a cartoon character. Like, he just says shit that's you would expect from a prof- like someone like, this is what a prof- like an uppity professor would say. You know, a snob, and, and it just didn't feel authentic. Okay, that was me. Anyway, now back to past lives. Like, I, I'm, I feel like I, I could have predict, predicted that you wouldn't like it because you're not um, a softy romantic person. But, but that's where you but, get you get me no, wrong. I'm, no, I'm saying that you are, um, you do have a soft side to you, and you are romantic, but not this type of romantic. So my question to you, I, I, wait, I, my question to I you, I disagree. My question to you is, yes. what is the most romantic movie that you could name? I can't think of a movie, but Normal People or whatever it was called, the Hulu series mm-hmm. um, based on a book with that guy, Mez- Paul Mezcal and some British mm-hmm. or Irish lady. And it's just a relationship over high school into college or out of college. Mezcal. It's fucking fantastic. And, uh, it, it, and nothing happens. Not, un- not unlike uh, Past Lives. I mean, it's like a relationship story. There's mm-hmm. no, there, there's, I, Thanos isn't there to destroy the universe. So I would argue then that that one is about sort of um, young love. Yes. And, and romance and how we uh, do things. And I, I, it appealed to my sort of uh, uh, teenage self. And, you know, of course I would want to hook up with the quote-unquote nerdy, super hot Irish girl. Um, but then that past lives is a much more adult look at sort of that type of love. It's not a bad movie. I just, uh, I felt... I'm, I'm uh, just saying that they're, they're two different... They're, yes. They're looking at two different I, things. I, I understood what I was trying so to you're do. you're a teen lover. You love teen love. And you don't really, uh, you don't really understand mature adult love. For sure, but I, and I, I think the love story as a genre is probably the purest and the most enjoyable when done when I connect with it because yeah. they, they don't have any artifice of of 
plot and stakes. It is just emotional. Yeah, I think I just, they're, they're both. I think both, I, I, I responded to both those um, pieces of media. Pieces. Uh, well, I think, I can't say movies. Content. Of, just call it content. That's, pieces of media. Uh, it's too many words. All right. So Can you put what, it on a diet. What do you think of the English Patient? Never saw it. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, I'd be so interested to, to know what you thought of it. Um, if you have a romantic movie that you want to suggest for us to watch, uh, please email us at noonerpodcast at gmail.com because I think it's a really hard thing to do. And it is one of those things that is either you latch onto it or you don't. And uh, I, so I, I don't, I know that a lot of people won't, don't like past lives or they don't respond to it, but it just hit me. Yeah, like, it hit me in. I, I can in see so how many ways. Th- th- and I, you, you're. It is a purely emotional experience with that kind of movie. There's no heightened anything that's not. We got to escape from this prison and we got to work together. It is just if you don't fall in love with these characters, then you're just not invested. And well, I, I just kind of. I, I don't. For even, me, the challenge is like if you can create tension without. Th- like artifice these, without these life-changing stakes, you know, like a um, you know, ticking time bomb or whatever. That is so difficult to do. And I think both for me, both of those shows, both of those um, contents, 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 both, contents. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll play your yeah, game. Both of those contents yes. uh, did that for me, yeah. and and I love that. I think that the holdovers, there was a little bit more artifice in there, and there was a you know, it was more slapsticky in ways. Uh, but I still enjoy that as well. Um, but I'm just curious if there are movies that other people um, enjoyed that are of that ilk and that that we that would challenge us as viewers to watch. Um, uh, it's I think it was just the filmmaking with past lives. It was just slow in places where I'm like, I know what's going to happen. Like you uh, gotta. I just, just thought it was so well directed. Like in terms of camera moves, it was just so. Smartly done. Celine Song was the the director, and she just does these. Well, women aren't very good directors, as you know. These so. beautiful camera moves that I just thought, thought were just like uh, so cool. Uh, um, but you know, I gave it a shot. Yeah, uh, no, no, I, I, and I don't, I don't think you're wrong. Like I, unlike other times that we've disagreed yes. about movies, I've been wrong before. This one, I'm not as wrong. Yeah, for sure. Uh, poor things. Number nine. I never saw it. Yorgos Lanthimos. Yorgos Lanthimos? Yeah. Yorgos. 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 That's a tough one. To, like a na- like as a name. Times. I know, but just imagine it's fun growing to up. Say, though. Yorgos. Well, if you're if you're in Greece, it, it's not Is that he Greek? Big deal. Oh. Yeah. No, he's not. He's, no, he's just, Mexican. Yeah, he's Mexican, but uh yeah, that's on my list. I'd like to see it, but I, I keep forgetting to see it. Do you like his other movies? I love his movies. Yeah. I mean the lobster is like uh, all that is is a love story. I guess you get turned into an animal if you don't fall in love. So there are some stakes. Yeah. But I felt like that was such a neat way into finding love. And there's so many surprises in there. Yes. I'm just like, what? I guess that's what I was. I wasn't surprised at all by uh, past lives. Like I I'm was like, surprised by the husband. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so I, I thought that that was like such a, a refreshing way to to maintain tension without artifice. Yeah. 
I guess. And and that's a hard thing to do. Uh, so poor things, um, I'm definitely on my list. Uh, and then the last one is... How many fucking movies are nominated? Ten. All of them? No. In the past, like, ten years, they've done ten. They've they've amped it up. Quiz Ladies, number ten. Uh, yeah. Oh, Quiz cool. Ladies, number ten. Cool. You know, Critics' Choice winning <laughs> Quiz Lady. And if you haven't seen it, go to Hulu.com. <laughs> And I think in Europe you can go to put Disney in the promo Plus. code Marty's and in it. Yeah, at minute twenty three fifteen for uh, about sixty frames. Three frames. Three frames. There he goes. Yeah. What's number ten? Um, quiz lady. Quiz. <laughs> the right. It was a right. You were up at four thirty, man. <laughs> Come on, you were there. Zone. The zone of interest. Uh, somebody just told me about that. It's a Holocaust movie. Well, it, but it's about the, the German family who lives right next to the Holocaust. We're next door to Auschwitz. Oh, what's that? What are they doing? Oh. Is it barbecuing there? Oh, Jesus Christ. They didn't cook Jews. They just gassed them. The oh, ovens is a... I think that's a... Uh, people are very confused. That it, they weren't baking humans. So I humans. guess I'm wrong with my nose. <laughs> yes. It, uh, <laughs> is that just cyanide? I am wrong. <laughs> Was it cyanide? I don't know. Yeah, they just uh, when they said ovens when I was a kid, I'm like, are they cooked people? Like, no, they just gassed them in little rooms. Yeah, I'm Aww. just not in. I mean, I I think it's an interesting story or, or whatever. It's an interesting twist. So it's it's about a family that is willfully ignorant to the fact that there's genocide happening over the wall. The property know? values will go up after the war. Yeah, the people will come to the Auschwitz and. We must stay uh, Jonathan Glazer is a very interesting director. He did um, Sexy, Sexy Beast, Beast, which yeah. is a great movie, and he's and under the skin. One, there's no uh, there's no soundtrack in it. There's just music at the beginning and the end, and so that is like interesting to me. Um, I think he's such a, a a bold director. I don't know if this is the movie that I want to watch, um, but he was do- nominated for best director, oh. as were um, four other white dudes. So. Oh, um, yeah. we're back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Including Yorgos. Yorgos. Sorry, Greta. We needed to give Yorgos a, an award. Yeah. So that's um, that's a bummer, I guess. But, you know. It's ste- a numbers game, hey, baby. There's not that many hey, women directors. All my people of color, step it up, you know. Yeah. Direct more movies. Hey, Jessica Yu, step it up. Yeah. Do she should have directed two movies last yeah. year. Yeah. About uh, two sisters who go to Auschwitz and oh, right. uh, exactly. they buy, buy a prop piece, some property across from Auschwitz, and open up right. a right, right. escape room. All right, that's very plenty. bad taste. Yeah, that's plenty. the end. That's plenty. Quiz Lady Two coming to Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so it's a bummer that. Um, well, is it a bummer? I, I I thought that Barbie was very impressive in many ways. Yes, um, and you know it's not the perfect movie, but it was I had a big smile on my face while I watched it. Sure. Um, and to uh, be fair to Barbie, uh, stands, I watched it at home alone and I wasn't in a theater dressed up with a bunch of my gay then, friends. But then you went to see it again, didn't you? No, I only saw it once. Oh, I thought you're, oh. My wife saw it twice. Oh, she saw it without. And she loved it. Yeah. And then while she was away, I said, what is this fucking Barbie movie? And, uh, the first half hour is a fucking delight, and it is very well directed. It has a, a visual style. It so has a color palette. It's imaginative, and then it starts to get real foggy in the middle of the movie, and then the ending is like the third act is like what's happening, and what every idea was tried out, and then there was like 
a 45-minute monologue from America Ferrara, and uh, Ferrara, and and I couldn't figure out whose movie it was. I know Barbie is the title of the movie, and that is a character in it, but like she was going on an arc, and Ken was going on an arc, and America Ferrara was going on an arc, and the daughter was going on an arc, and. Uh, Michael Sarah was going, and I was like, well, "It's just like Crash, you know, a lot, a lot of story." Oh yeah, there. that's that's Which great movie, Oscar Crash. Winner. Yeah. Oscar winner. Well, there you go. Best picture. Yeah. So is Green Book. Um, so I, I and I, I am not discounting how important it is that a young girl going to the cinema is hearing. Basically, the syllabus of women's studies one hundred one college. I, I know, I, which is. I, I, and okay, for a very sophisticated person like yourself, thank that, you, thank you. Yes, yes, that is like seems a little bit quotidien. Uh, but could to, you dump that down for to a? Can I dump that? Yeah, down? dump it down to <laughs> a. <laughs> yeah, but it, I've been saying my dog's name a lot today, which is dumpling. Aww. So dump, you got dumped. But it, for a lot of the 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 world, like it had a huge impact where people in. I'm in, not discounting that. So people in. Uh, in the Middle East were traveling to Saudi Arabia to see it. Yeah. Like, which is, I, I understand its importance, which is, which is really cool, but, but it is not the most sophisticated, uh, the story, like, or the, the themes in it are not that sophisticated, but at the same time, like, uh, sometimes the obvious has to be stated. It's not really the themes. It's, it's really just kind of like nuts and bolts storytelling where I was like, wait, what, what's happening? And wh- wait, who's, where'd the daughter go? And wait, what is what? What are they trying to do here? I, I it just wasn't like a clean, right. easy to understand story. Where like, oh, okay, she's from this world and she goes to that world and she's a fish out of water. Like it, it was all kind of blurry and it had that feeling of like everyone was like, oh, we should mention that we had a pregnant Barbie. Like, yeah, we'll just shoehorn that in there. Oh, and there's this aisle aisle of misfit Barbies that. What's her Kate McKinnon play? And I'm like, what happened to them? Like, don't worry, don't worry about it. We're going over here now. And it's like, wh- wh- I, didn't, I, I didn't, lost. Didn't bother me at all. Didn't, and, and, but but I, I guess go. I had a chance to watch it with a critical eye because I wasn't in a theater. Well, I don't know if that's a critical eye then, because like for me, like going to see Godzilla minus one in the theater was so much better than seeing it um, alone. Even oh, though I, I know I would have enjoyed it more in the theater. Right. I, I know, because so, everyone, the so, energy of I, people... I guess my question is, like, when you talk about critical eye, is does does that mean that we should watch every movie? Like, if we're going to gauge a movie, should we watch it, like, you know, in a, a, a whatever, hermetically sealed, like, chamber with, uh, you know, with headphones on? I mean, I feel like there's certain movies that benefit from, like, seeing Aliens in a theater full of people and waiting 45 minutes in a, in a line to get in, like was just the, made it so much better. Sure. So I, I guess it, it's one of those things like, um, context is everything like with a, a meal, like, you know, having the right context as opposed to just, you know, eating this, whatever your, your caviar and sauce and <laughs> like a, in the, by yourself in a room, in a sterile room, you know, I just wanted to have the experience that everyone coming out of the theater was having. But then, you, how can you have that by yourself? Uh, I, I, I have had that with like a movie that it traditionally would porn. be would be better. Just a lot porn. of pornography. So I watched Dunkirk, uh, a, a Chris Nolan movie, yeah. on an iPad because mm. I didn't have a chance to see it, and I had like a 
link to a screener. And I do not believe you were supposed to watch that on an iPad. Right. You're supposed to watch. It's shot with uh, an I, IMAX camera. It's a I'm wide format. Every movie. And I was sucked in as I, I was yeah. holding a thing on yeah. my my fat I, I, belly watching I'm this not movie. Every movie is like that, no, 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 but, but it, it like the filmmaking uh, exceeded uh, the the frame. Like so, he didn't just need to be. Oh, it's on a big screen and it's loud, and you're right. being quiet, and you it's you're poo pooed when you look at your phone. I was sucked in, so I guess that's like the litmus test for me. If you can watch it alone and be like, "Wow, this is so good," uh, and I think that that is a litmus test, but I don't think it's the litmus. It litmus is a test. litmus test. Yes, yes. but you said yes. that is the. It litmus is test. okay. I'm sorry. So it is a litmus yeah, test. But but like there are some movies that benefit from seeing it. In a crowd, and that's a like seeing a, a, a comedy, a, a slasher sure. film, you know, or a horror. Yes, yeah, and and Barbie is a comedy, and you know, is so. it? <laughs> I wasn't laughing. I was like, because you were by yourself. Yes, Again, and I, I was, I, and I, I also, I, by, by the way, I hate women. Oh, right, right. so I forgot, I forgot uh, yeah, that. Yeah, I forgot yeah, that. Yeah, I forgot yeah. that. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I, it, I and played. as I was watching it, all I could think of was, okay, so this is talking about the patriarchy. This is trying to empower women, and I thought of other movies that that was Norma their theme. Ray entertaining movies that that was their theme that There's I just Norma Ray. That's, that's the only, only one. Only they just, one. women have Norma Ray and, and steel magnolias and Barbie. That's it. Well, steel magnolias is like, it's just like women find your own corner and stay there. There's a Disney movie like 10 years ago called enchanted where Amy Adams plays a Disney princess in the animated yeah, and world. James Marsden is so funny. In and, ja- and it's like really funny. And so she comes to the real He's world so funny. and she's like, Oh, I'm a Disney princess. And then she's like, Oh, it's different in the real world. And, it had all the same themes, but it was a really engaging, tight story. I remember seeing it in the theaters going, this is a ton of fun. I'm just and then looking the theme, underneath the, the table right now, and you're wearing a taffeta skirt. Yes. It's so weird. I like chicky stuff, but this was like, it's it's all about the package that the theme comes in. And I felt like Barbie was just all over the place. And and, I, and no I, offense not, to Greta okay, Gerwig, gonna, we don't have to keep repeating no, the same thing. I know I want to hit it about I, five more times. I'm saying that you're everything you're saying is right. Okay, but it's, okay, it's, but it sounds like you're saying I'm doing something wrong. No, no, no. You do everything no, amazingly well. No, but uh, I did think it should not be nominated for Best Picture because it's not a very good film. But she should be nominated for directing because she did a great job. I think the, so well done. The script is where the flaws are. You know, it should have been nominated for best picture and best director, but not script because it just isn't. It's going to be those one of those movies like a crash. Like ten years from now, people are going to be like, "I don't." Think that was so. best screenplay. I don't, right. No, it's not going to win best screenplay though. That's no, a, that's the a holdovers. Well, um, it's and it's also adapted screenplay. Well, yeah, we're going to go through that oh, okay. just very quickly, but um, yeah, it's not going to win best screenplay, but. No, people are going to remember it very fondly. Okay. Yeah, and because nobody remembers Crash. Everyone's like, what? I know. And now, do you want to explain why Crash um, won Best Picture? Scientology? Scientology, yeah. So Paul, Paul Haggis, Haggis is a Scientologist, yeah, no. and he... Dr- I, I uh, don't Miramax, know. I think they, it was really just a marketing push that Miramax did. It's always a marketing push. Yeah. Well, I mean... All over LA, there are billboards for promote these movies people are sent stuff they have screening parties for your your consideration consideration. all the quote-unquote magazines it's the first time i've ever seen a magazine this is variety or maybe hollywood reporter they rent out the cover like the cover is an ad yeah like imagine i mean what the fuck's magazine i will i will rent out my cover but 
Imagine Time Magazine in the Actually, front. The my front cover has the, been for the, rent. The front for cover years, is like a truck ad. Nobody has ever purchased. No one's buying your covers. No, no. Imagine the front page of the New York Times is just a mattress ad. That's crazy. Okay. Uh, best actor, Killian Murphy. Yeah, he was great. Uh, it, it, I'm only speaking from what's going to win, not what who I think should win. Oh. Uh, best actress, uh, I think it's going to be Emma Stone for Poor Things. She's fantastic. She's always good in everything. Yeah. Um, and also, it, it's a kind of a, you know, you've got Anna Benning from Nyad, and she's a great The fuck actress. is that? What the fuck is she's Nyad? She's a great actress. Diana Nyad, she she tried to swim to Cuba a zillion times. And I then, don't know her. Yeah. Okay. Uh, she's an Olympic gold medalist swimmer, you know, but uh, but she did it in, when she was like 63. Uh, Lily Gladstone from Killers of the Flower Moon. She's not going to win. Uh, Sandra Huller from Hulu from Anatomy of a Fall. Carrie Mulligan from Maestro. Emma Stone's going to win. Emma Stone. Um, best Supporting Actor, Robert Downey Jr., RDJ uh, for Oppenheimer because sure. Oscar loves sweeps. Yeah, let's because, do it. Because um, Christopher Nolan will win Best uh, Director. Oh, yeah. And Best Supporting Actress will go to uh, Divine Joy Randolph because she was fantastic. Who's that? She's the the lunch lady in uh, the holdovers. <laughs> lunch lady, this is she's the one, the the head of the kitchen at the school at the private school. Fewer words. Lunch lady. I, I, I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say just. She was great. Shorten, yes, shorten. she should fewer, win because she needs. To be promoted into better roles, bigger yeah, roles. Yes, both, she was great. Both uh, she's she, my favorite part of the movie. Yes, and both she and Paul went to Yale School of Drama. Ah, oh, wonderful. Yeah. Uh, original screenplay will be. Um, I think it might be Past Lives. I think that might win because uh, you got ma- my. I'm just saying. I'm not saying what's I want to win. I'm just saying what will win. Anatomy of a Fall, Holdovers, May December, Maestro, Past Lives. I think Anatomy of, of a Fall won. Uh, Golden Globes. I think it'll win screenplay. Okay. Right. It's a very tight. Well, it's it's just so naturalistic. Ah. Like I'm, there's a fight in it right. between a, a husband and a wife that like goes on forever. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, did they just write down someone's fight that a couple has? Like this is in, real. All right, it's all right. I want to see it. Very well done. But um, and the the actress is excellent. In she's it. not going to win. No, she's a German woman. Yes, and she's in that other movie that's, um, she's in another movie. Oh, she's in more than one movie. Look at her. She's got two movies. uh, She might have three, but. uh, Quiz Lady 3. The German trip. We're going to do the quiz, and then we're going to do the dog training. The quiz lady. Quiz lady. Was Um, is the capital of. Adapted screenplay. Yes. Oppenheimer. Was it adapted from? Real life? Yeah. A book? Yeah. I, I guess know. someone had to write all that shit down. Yeah. And then this guy came in and then he said a bunch of stuff and then there was this guy and he came in and these two scientists said this and And then um a- animated feature. I'm going to end the on her- that one. The heron? The, the heron the, one? The boy and the heron? The boy and the heron. But you didn't see it. But it's, uh, everyone's talking about it. Who's talking about it? Everyone on Reddit. <laughs> my my sphere of influence. Uh Nimona here is very good. Yeah, I have that. I have a, a well, copy on, of it. It's on Netflix. You can watch oh, it. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. I, it's funny. I get screeners or I download movies, and I have Netflix, but I forget I have Netflix. Yeah, it's sp- easier to just download. Spider-Man Across the Universe is also on... Uh, Spider-Verse. Across the Spider-Verse is also on Netflix. Yeah, that's a good one. And it is really good, but it's um, you know, it's kind of more the same. Uh, from yeah. The last one. But it's really good. Yeah. Really good. 
so anyway, there there are a bunch more. We're not going to. What get about into short it. documentary? Oh, that's going to be my my butt is talking. They got to you. get rid of. No offense to anyone who makes short documentaries. Are you just doing that because that's what my sister? Wanted? No, I'm sure it was yeah, fantastic. No, clear. it was 35 years clear. ago. Yeah. It's a. It's just not. For, no one has seen these movies. Who's watching the show? They're watching it to see movie stars, and and costume people get up and cry. It's like we made this four minute documentary about a basketball, uh, a deaf basketball league in uh, Georgia, and it was. I will, a, I will see that. It, it took the country 30, or the state. Both. Georgia, the state plays Georgia, the country, oh, and everyone, God, I'm in. everyone's I'm in. deaf. I'm in. Everyone's deaf. So Tbilisi versus Atlanta. <laughs> exactly. Athens versus Athens. Right now. <laughs> I don't know. There's got to be an Athens, I Georgia. I know Tbilisi. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, like it, they're, they're, they're important and there should be like a QR code during the broadcast. Like go watch them all on this website. But it is, it's just like a bathroom break for everyone watching it at home. Like, oh, cool. It's best documentary short. I'm going to go take a leak. Just move it along, Hollywood. I... I disagree i think this is an opportunity for for um then just have that but then it's doc it's animated short it's it's too much i know that i noticed they they compressed the sound to just sound it's not sound editing sound mixing it's called an mp3 yeah it's no one cares See, they compress the sound uh <laughs> You can't even give me a little I'm bit. Give, I'm, this is, this is, I'm <laughs> giving. This is. I'm giving 110. percent Oh, thank you, Steve. I appreciate oh, you can press the fucking shit. Oh. Um, no, it's. I, I agree that there are these ones that are less exciting, but you know, I, I feel like the whole point of these awards shows is to promote the business, and and this is an opportunity to elevate. Um, our, Lesser artists, lesser known artists, to higher echelons. Okay. Echelon. I'm thinking about the people at home and the, the dwindling You're not even, audience. When was the last time you watched the Oscars? I never watch them. All right. I, you, it's like Saturday Night Live. The next day, it'll all be on the. People all right. have cut all the best clips on the internet. You just watch it. You go, cool. I didn't spend so, four and a half hours watching people. So if I have an Oscar party show, I shouldn't invite you. Please invite me. Just so you can like shit on. And I want to thank CAA and my manage my whole team, and, and the music plays them off. And you're like, who was that? I don't know. Somebody did a documentary short about these deaf Georgians. Oh, America or the country? Both. Um. Well, what what about uh? What's her name? The the woman from the bear, who the woman from the bear who won the uh she won um. The Golden Globe? Is she nominated for an Oscar, too? No, it's a television show, you dumbass. But you're talking about the Oscars. No, I'm talking about... Uh, you were talking about just sort of award shows in general. Okay. And uh, she won for um, Best uh, Supporting Actress. Yes. And uh, Udo, Ado, Ao, what's her name? She's got a weird first name. Uh, oh. Is it weird? Because... Diane. <laughs> it's weird. Io, it's, it's it's spelled with three R's. Io Adebri. Io Adebri. Yeah, we're gonna need to change that name. It's not gonna work at show. Why? Diane Fleischman. Okay, look at the NFL. <laughs> I know the NFL Jesus has some Christ. names. Yeah. So uh, Deonte, that's your name. Yeah, like Dante. Like no, 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 no. no, no. D. Did you not see the apostrophe? Full stop. Apostrophe. 
Oh, your your name begins with a letter and then it, it immediately into an apostrophe, just to throw everybody off. Is there a question mark anywhere in your name? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> depends. Deonte. Uh, but oh. she thanked um, her team's assistance. Sure, said, they uh, they, they answer really the fun. emails. They send you the the. You got to go audition. You got to drive to Santa Monica tomorrow at three o'clock during traffic, and you got to you got to dress like a nurse. And the casting director only has five minutes for you, but you got to get it. You got to get there. Did you see Bottoms? Away. Yes, she's great in it. Yeah. Did yeah. you like the movie? I did. All right. Very funny. So, um, yeah. It's. Uh, do you want to explain the premise? I couldn't quite figure it out. Like it's, they kind of it's, abandoned it's the premise. It's a wacky, it's a yeah. wacky premise. It's, it's like, like a fight club. They're going to get kicked out of school, and so they're like, we need a fight club for girls, and they don't get kicked out of school, and they have a fight club, and then they beat up the other team. Uh, it's like a big football game that's very important to the school, and they flat out murder people. Like I had a friend who's a, like a TV writer, and he's just like, it did, did make sense, and I'm like. All right. Well, like, huh. is it funny? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They kind of were like, they killed people in the yeah. end. I mean, jokingly, like, yeah. not like it, it took a dark turn. It was just like, well, like that's what they do in Heather's, right? But I don't think Heather's maintained its funniness through the end. Hmm. No, this was like the big battle between the football team and all these girls who've been taking these self-anointed self-defense classes, and they just murder there's just dead bodies on the ground and they're like uh we should get out of here i hate it when that happens wow all right yeah why not it's not supposed to make sense it's supposed to uh elicit an emotion all right and the emotion was they just fucking killed people Uh, in a comedy yeah that's weird all right um okay i just want to go back Uh, tyson had uh some romantic films that he enjoyed somewhere in time mary steenburgen and um, you know it's like um, Christopher time Reeves, travel time travel uh, the crow um, you know Not a, uh, um, superhero movie kind of you yeah. know, it was a, bit, a comic adaptation yeah but, you know but right. he dies and then eternal sunshine of uh, oh Spotify. yeah that's a great one it's great 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 pick and then he says the that one daft punk music video for instant crush kills me huh all right. Okay. That's great. I'm going to watch that um, because it's short. Yeah. I'm into music videos again. Yeah. They're they're yeah. not three and a half hours. Yeah. Fuck you. And so, fuck wait, you, the, the, uh, they Marty. dropped the bomb on Japan. What's another hour? What what could possibly... Did they make another bomb? What What's what's going to happen? Wait, are we talking about Godzilla Oppenheimer? One again? No, Oppenheimer. They dropped the bomb at like hour it, two. Can I nap again? Um is there, uh, when is there did a, you wake up from the first fucking is a, nap? Is there a chalkboard scene in, in Oppenheimer that I can sleep through? Oh, my God. What we need to do is we're going to take the hydrogen out. Fake up! Fake up! Jesus Christ. What? Um, so, okay. Uh, one thing that happened this past week is that... Uh, Ron DeSantis quit his no, presidential campaign? Yeah, that, that did happen. Oh, I will okay. not deny that. Did, okay. that, happen, that he is a person, and that event transpired. But. Yeah, but you can just go on the the the, the news YouTube. podcast. Yeah, just go on the Late Show. They they both uh, Jimmy Kimmel and um, uh, and Bob Newhart. No, the Stephen Colbert Lucille Ball had like they they both had the same headline: Gone DeSantis. You know, 
and Ron DeSantis because his name is Ron. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But um, I don't. Apparently, they don't like him. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So Sports Illustrated was is a is a magazine. It was a magazine. It's probably just like a website now. Well, no, it, uh, they just just if last week they announced that they're just gonna basically slash uh, their entire most of their staff. Yeah, and they were caught uh, recently for for uh, using AI to, to write sports articles. But they, they've been around for over 70 years. Football good. Yeah. Wow. How, how does AI come up with this shit? And they, they've done lots of like real journalism over the years, exposés. Really? And, and, and by exposés, I mean the swimsuit edition. Yeah. Um, but no, they've, they've done really valuable s- sports reporting over the years. But now they're probably... Uh, they. Announced last uh, on the nineteenth that the massive layoffs. Okay. And and Time and Newsweek both did the same thing. Entertainment Weekly yeah. and they're now just L.A. Times today or yesterday. Oh, did they? They laid off like a hundred people. And so the they uh, I guess they were bought by uh, a larger group and they said that though the SI brand isn't dead, uh, Sports Illustrated brand, but they're you know they're they're revamping. Sure. Um, sure. Yeah. Does that make you? Do you have a history of with of with any of these magazines? Uh, mostly sitting in doctors' offices, you know, and they're like, "Oh, there's." What uh, about dentists? Sometimes dentists. Dentists have better magazines. Oil changes. Uh, well, oil changes usually have the TV on, so I could could see whatever um, deep cable reality show uh, with guys looking for gold out in the desert or up in the mountains is they're up to but uh i i i mean i guess there's a part of me that can't believe they lasted this long like i i don't i I don't have any printed media like it's all on your pad or your your phone or your screen like i don't and everyone said it's so important we have to keep these things and i'm kind of like but why like it's and there's better reporting right now. I listened, I, and uh, I was just listening to this podcast that I put down for a while. Uh, fuck, I can't remember the name of it. But they did a, a super long expose on Aaron Hernandez, who was a, a New England Patriot who... Uh, he was a really swell guy. Nice, sweet, super like, super cool dude. Uh, I sent him Christmas cards, and he would always send me a thank you. Well, he's you. dead now. Yeah, but uh, I did. American what? Scandal by Wondery uh, mm-hmm. to talk about a competitor. But... I mean, it's so well done. And I was like, oh, this is how I will get my these expose pieces. Like, I'm not going to buy a magazine that comes out once a month and then have to flip through ads and bullshit. And like, I don't, I, the swimsuit issue, like, I don't, I can see boobs right now on my phone. I don't need, oh, we've got Kathy Ireland. But it's this, Kathy Ireland, though. Uh, but who? She's 100 now. It, it's just, no, she's, she's 60. Like, I looked her up. I want to see what she look, looks like. She she held up pretty nicely. Right. Uh, yeah, it just... The distribution system is just antiquated. And the minute you print it, it's out of date. That's why I like stopped reading newspapers. Because I'm like, oh, this is yesterday's news. But I can get today's news like, now. Na- like now. Yeah. Um, so the model has changed. The model changed a long time ago. But these, these uh, leviathans... Are well, like if there were true leviathans, they'd still be around, right? Okay, these, these dinosaurs, dinosaurs yeah. are like, well, 
I, we don't want to change. Right. Which is what's slowly happening to TV and to film. Change. What? Like they would, I think they would argue, oh, we haven't, we have adapted by firing everybody. We fired everybody and, and we no started, we have, we have uh, a .com now. Like, but that, it, you're just taking what you're doing and you're just putting it, reskinning it as something else. Like it, it needs to be something different. It needs to be, people want podcasts. They want news in short bursts. They want criticism they in, want things instant too well or they want to I, I mean and it's why i love podcasts is i don't want to sit down and read about aaron hernandez i don't want to read a book i don't want to read a ma- wait for a magazine oh part one of five like about aaron hernandez i just binged it on my dog walks and the gym and commutes it like it's companionship content i'm like i'm alone and i'm doing like oh i can learn something really interesting and it's on my phone. I don't have to. So, oh, I got to sign up, and I got to wait a month for it to come, and oh, I got to read it with my eyes. And so, when Steve and I were young things back in the day, there was one sports uh, journal, and that was Sports Illustrated. Yes. And then later on, in like the eighties or nineties, there was another one that came out. Um, it was it had a bigger format. Oh. Um, um, I'm also not a big sports fan, yeah, so it but never. The, but there was also just Newsweek and Time. You know, those yeah. were the two news ones. And uh, that's how people got their weekly dosage of of uh, news. And that's how they stayed connected in the world. And th- as a result, those companies made millions and millions of dollars, yes. billions of dollars, just um, because they had such a lock on, on that world. Um, you know, you go to the either you had a subscription because somebody came to your door and offered a subscription or you would get it at the supermarket or whatever. You go to the airport and when you get no, on the plane... they had newsstands. Yeah, there were newsstands. I would spend hours in newsstands just like just looking at everything. Uh, there were hundreds and hundreds of magazines there, different magazines there. Uh, and now... I don't need to do that because I can do that from my phone. I can do that from... But not now. I feel like 15 years ago you could do that. Right. Like, but I now you can do even more. Like what you're saying, you can get... It's a multi-dimensional media landscape there. So I can get podcasts. I can watch videos. I can watch... Um, I can watch breakdown videos. I can watch uh, all these different ways of, of experiencing these, these stories. Uh, the difference is that there's the same amount of advertising dollars out there, mm-hmm. but they're being spread out amongst thousands of different things. So nobody's getting rich anymore, or it's very difficult to get rich. That creates two, two things. I think it creates uh, those who are simply seeking revenue, meaning you can just write incendiary, crazy right-wing shit and people will be like, oh yeah, right. Hillary Clinton eats like babies. And that, that plagiarism stuff. You, you, you can create theories. clickbait, yeah. or, but it also creates uh, an intentional artistic middle class or journalistic middle class where right. it's like, I'm not going to get rich. And so there are, there are people that got into journalism back uh, prior to the, the the birth of the internet that were like, well, I can make a lot of money and, uh, you know, it's a pretty easy job. You write paper, you know, write stories, do a little bit of this. I can sell books, blah, 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 blah. That, that's gone. So, so in, in the way that mu- the music industry is totally uh, uh, fractured, you got to really want to do it 
to do it. Right. You can't just be like, uh huh. Right. Well, and, we're kind and, of a half-ass band, and you, and, and you can't coast to, through it. You have to. You have to. It's a grind to, yeah, to succeed. But I, I appreciate uh, but, that. Yeah, for sure. Like when when I came here, uh, I knew a bunch of TV writers in LA, and a, some a, a couple of them got very successful and got like eight-figure deals. You know, and that not that, anymore. Well, I'm getting to that. Oh, but, okay. But they, they were just like, they were on a hit television show and they were like, okay, we're going to give you a development deal. Yes. Here's $11 million um, for three years. You, you, whatever you write, we own and just keep writing and just go, go to it. And none of them did anything that um, reached the success of the shows that they came off of. Sure. Um, and that was a lot of money to spend. And then... Now we're at a different place because now like anybody with a phone can make their own sitcom. Um, and uh, there's the, we had a big strike. Uh, the uh-huh. the uh-huh. ways of generating revenue re- revenue are spread out. So uh, I was I went to to a friend's birthday party and he was a, he's a TV TV writer this weekend and he's just like, well, my agent just said like. I don't just do do something like I don't know what's going to happen, but like we, we just got to do something like like basically he didn't nobody knows how anybody's going to make money from here on out in television. Do, yeah. do you feel that? Oh, yeah. So what is what is your thought about it? <laughs> Get like, out of television. Is, is that it? Or, yeah. Or, or uh, can you just or basically like, oh, it's now a middle class like it's not. You can't get a house in the Hollywood Hills type of thing. That's an influencer's. Um, that's where the influencers live. Yeah. Now we we live in condos in. Uh, you know. I think the same thing. I think uh, not to get too inside baseball or in the weeds, but that's where about the, baby. Uh, as the money pool. So that era was when things are going well. They just throw money at people at the problem. We need more stuff. Throw money, and of course that's that's good at the time, but. It creates, you know, expectations like agents go, oh, great. I got you a big deal or I got you this. I I benefited from that from from commercials. Sure. I I made ridiculous amounts of money from commercials. It's over now, baby. For one day. And then like all these executives would be out there like they would fly dozens of them out to like sit on the set and just like, you know, from New York or San Francisco or whatever. And they just sit there and do nothing. Yeah. And they and, and like. There's so much money being spent on special effects, all this stuff. Now that's all gone. It's all gone. So but I don't think that's a like I don't think that's a bad thing. No, uh, it hurts when it hurt me, y- you were sure. making, I, I you were making a lot of money and then it goes away. But I think for the for society. So now the the, the money pool has dried up. That means that the big lions are going to get tastes. I don't think the money pool has dried up. Every Companies still have the same marketing budget. It just gets spread well, out differently. Well, I'm not talking about advertising. I'm talking about programming. Okay. Like, like they're not making as much stuff at all the platforms. Mm-hmm. And so the the Shonda Rhineses and the Ryan Murphyses of the world are going to get to make shows and oversee shows. And so like the, oh, this kid had an idea and came to town and blah, blah, blah. Like that's going to be more and more... Uh, out of the ordinary and rare. But I think at the same time, um, that will create just such tepid, boring, middle-of-the-road content because those people, they're 
their their superhero skill is to get a large audience. Right. Like they're not particularly good shows. They're just like, oh, they're they're mass produced mass media for the masses. Like the holdovers. No, the holdovers Barbie. is good. And so I think um that uh, there there still will be an appetite for something interesting and good and it'll have to be some new creative like oh cool well we'll have a foreign company pay for it and we'll own it in this market and we'll do this and I mean it, it, the, the ways to measure success are so different now Yeah 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 but because like, you can't just go on box office or Nielsen ratings because No they're it, meaningless Yeah but the somebody will come up with like Oh, okay, cool. There's a cheaper way to do this. The whole Web three thing exploded, and everyone's like, "We're going to make TV shows for you know on the blockchain." It didn't work, but that 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 excitement of like <laughs> this is a new sentence I, I, like ever I, I, said. I, I know, yeah. but there was like a, no, no, a no, moment I, where everyone was like, "No, no, no, no." The audience is going to own a piece of the show, and they're going to be in the writers' room, and they're going to be able, the characters will be owned on the blockchain. And I'm like, it's I appreciated the enthusiasm for a new paradigm. It didn't work. But um, somebody will come up with another way, like, oh, cool, you just load it into AI and you fart it out and it's on Twitch and everyone gets to watch it and enjoy it and it's super cheap, but it's super popular. And th- there, there will be some new way to do this because before it's television and film, there was no television or film. It yeah, was the stage. Be, I'm so and curious. So someone figured out how to like, oh, let's take that experience and put it on this little strip of film and I, push I'm, light through it. I'm so uh, excited to see what people do with TikTok or, or whatever these sort of short form versions are of making something that is as resonant as, say, um, uh what was the movies we were talking about? But, you know, just something that has like a, a cultural resonance beyond just selling uh, skin cream or yeah. having uh, someone get kicked in the balls uh, with a... But that's what's exciting yeah. is Hollywood is just like, it's back to the right. back to the I grind. Make a, make, a, just, make a Chicago show, make a cop show, I'm make it look like this. From, from a, a consumer standpoint, yes. like this but, is like exciting. But to that's see an exciting film school where people are like every day, like fuck. In order to make pennies, I gotta, I gotta crank shit out. So they're they're building these new muscles that the people who had eleven million dollar development deals did not build because they were like, oh, I just gotta keep writing scripts that seem like other popular scripts and just kind of you know draft off of what every everyone else is doing they weren't innovating and so, so these creators on these phones are innovating yeah and so, so they'll, they'll this, figure it out has this uh, changed your approach to media creation i'm sorry content creation i mean has I'm what sorry, contents the you know. the implosion of show business yeah yes that's why i do a scripted podcast because i'm like i can't sell that that's right. so i gotta like build it and uh, it, it's that's the future. Is you? It's SoundCloud. You got to make it. You can't just like. And I'm holding you up. Get as always. Okay. I, you can't just make a demo and drive to L.A. and give it to the right person and do some blow in the bathroom at Genghis Cohen and you have a record deal. You have to like find your audience. Well, and the that's, one thing that you said that like I think resonates is like is like you said it's like a passion project. It's like it requires um, just. A devotion that yeah. is not just like, oh, I just shat something out and we'll just, uh, we've got these actors, we're going to attach to it and we're just going to send it to the network. 
Yeah. You mean like most indie films in the 90s? Um, is this a script? It's sort of. Is, yeah. Is Steven Dorff attached? Yeah, he'll show up and but be in a scene. But indie films, you mean more, more like straight-to-video films? Yeah, like the... So not the. Hey, what does this dog want from me? Um, so that back in the day, they, you know, they had these... They had these lists of, of actors with basically a, a price tag assigned to them so that, like, oh, if it stars Steven Seagal, it gets uh, $2 million. If it has Steven Dorff, you get $700,000. And then that's how you put your, your – if it has two tits in it, then you get this much more money. I hope she has two tits. Um, Did she lose a tit? On the screen. Oh, yeah. And, and um so there's a formula to it, and I think that that is gone now because, like you said, if you want to see tits, you can just go to Pornhub. If you want to see uh, gore, you can just go to Reddit, you know, or 4chan. Um, but if you want to see something interesting, then that requires some effort and some yeah. work and some thought. And that's so that's yeah. Where we are so for the now. audience, for the 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 rich Hollywood, it's yeah. a real bad time. Yeah. Um, but for the audience, like the the innovation that is just about to come, like somebody's got to do something different and interesting. It can't just be Rob Lowe doing uh, a shiny floor game show on a network. Like it's got to be, wow, that's amazing. It, it's really good. Is it good? I don't know. I don't, who cares? So uh, yeah, there's, you know, I'm, it's an interesting time. Yes. It's an interesting time. And we'll see what happens, especially in the world of AI. And I think that the, there's a um, honesty and earnestness and, and like originality will, rise to the surface uh, at some level uh, and, and always in this time like uh, in every era like shitty stuff makes a lot of money but it i think it, it will be um there will be creative there are opportunities for creative people to find ways to 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 get an audience yeah what's his name did it uh the guy from cleveland um, Bill, he raised money and made a movie and got it out there, and you know, yeah, yeah, and he's uh, it, it. It was hard work. Yeah, and he's now working his ass off, making, uh, doing a lot of stop motion animation commercials right now. Cool, and, and it's it's awesome. They're really cool commercials. Uh, I think most recently he did a bunch of Barbie stuff, um, and they're very funny. Uh, look it up. And with that, we're gonna dip into the mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack. Get old, old, get a beetle sack. Mail sack, mail sack. Get old, old, get a beetle sack. Mail sack, mail sack. Get old, old, get a beetle sack. Mail sack, mail sack. I wanna get my hands in that mail sack. It's. Uh, yeah, that was great. Yeah. It's really funny when something happens in the show that happens every week, Steve like has this look like what the fuck is going on? Like what 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 what? Like it's Oh, the this first thing? Time, like uh, it's the first I, time I forget happened. I forget. Yeah. You, you don't give a cue like in 5 4 3 2 1. Here we go. It just happens. But, it's kind of fun, but it's But, but, I, but I, I I can't do 5 4 3 2 1 because that Isn't would, this thing edited? What? What? You can't do that with a podcast. Like, no. I Ameri- edit a This pod- American Life is not edited. It isn't? Okay, no. Oh. No. That's and freeform? Yeah. There's like a band None there playing? None of the wondery <laughs> stuff is, they, they put all the sound effects, they do them live. There's <laughs> a Foley artist doing that? Exactly. Uh, Jesus. You don't understand this stuff. No. In this world. I don't. You know, I've been doing this a long time. You have. <laughs>
too long. Noah writes in. Noah. Who has been such a, a great contributor. He's sent us a bunch of songs. Um, he says, been over a year since I sent an email. I've been very busy. Good to hear. It's good to be busy. Last time I mentioned recording music with my band. Um, we only just released that EP because we were unhappy with the mix and uh, that we received. And I had to basically uh, do my best to fix it. And we fired the bass player because we realized that we kept making compromises for his sake. Mm. Um, did you have a problem with it in with bands like with one one band play member named Kyle not pulling his weight? <laughs> nope. Okay. Um, Kyle Bornheimer. Nope. Nope. Okay. No, nope. he did a great job. Yep. Okay. Um, so uh, they fired their bass player. That seems like um, it's almost like a a, a cliche in in a band movie, right? Fire the bass player? Yeah. yeah. Do you really even need a bass player? How dare you? Have you listened to a Metallica album? You have can't you, hear the bass. Have you listened to The Doors? Oh, wait. Oh, oh shit. shit. Daft okay. Punk doesn't have a bass player. Yeah, Noah, you don't need a bass player. Yeah, fuck right? that. Put it in post. Uh, it took us a whole year to put out the EP because the, uh, the former bassist was also trying to be our manager and he set up uh, release schedules, blah, 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 blah. So that sucks. Uh, it's a headache, and but it's all been resolved recently, and uh, they're already they've already written their next EP. That's awesome. Um, we have a new single uh, currently in the mixing process. Before I forget, my band is called Overbearing. Oh, is, oh. Did, you, did you mean Steve Kruger? <laughs> Are they on Spotify? Um, we're a hardcore punk band with metal leanings. Um, what about SoundCloud? Overbearing. Our EP mindset is now out. If you want to check it out, and uh, my favorite track is "Skull Bomb." Yeah, I couldn't get the vocalist to change the name, so that's what it's called. Oh well, I love it, "Skull Bomb." I'm gonna. Uh, all right, "Skull Bomb." Yeah, there it is. All right. You know what? We're gonna save it. Save it. We're gonna go out with it. We're gonna go oh, out okay. with it. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'm, I'll bring it up. Um, that was on uh, YouTube or. Spotify. He's got to make some money. I don't know what Spotify is. It's a... Ah, shut up. Um, Their latest EP is Mindset. Uh, the mix sounded good. That sounded that. good. I just said that. Well, I'm just... I'm not paying attention to you. I'm looking at Spotify. Um, the last thing that I've recently come to... Um, the last thing is that I've recently come to the end of a weight loss journey. So far, I've lost 140 pounds Whoa. within the past year and a half. I'm down to 200... Um, and plan to get down to two, uh, 190 and um, finally round off the journey at 150. I, 190 is pretty fucking awesome. Wait, he was 340? Uh, 200, apparently. Wow. Uh, this was all done counting calories and intermittent fasting. Yeah, yeah baby. baby. One of the uh, chosen. Besides walking a lot for my job, um, yeah. I didn't do any exercise. It was fairly easy, to be honest. It just came down to discipline. That is amazing. Basically, yeah. Noah, you just like you just sweated out a human being. That That's is fucking amazing. It's, it's mostly pissing. I found because I lost some weight on intermittent fasting, and I'm like, so how, where did it go? How did it get out of me? Does it do I? Does it leach out of me at night? Like, no, you're just pissing it out. It's so gross that you turn your your fat into urine. Well, you and, and I took pisses box. like that lasted like a quarter of an hour. I'm like Jesus Christ, this is a long piss. But yeah, he pissed yeah, a human. A, that's a prostate problem. Oh, I have that too. Yeah. And a hemorrhoid. <laughs> on my on my penis, which is a weird place to have it. 
Um, At least the doctor wow. said that's weird. Okay, I think Tyson just left. Yeah, or one listener just Aww. left. Yeah. Um, that is uh, amazing. Congratulations uh, on doing that. Um, that is, uh, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, don't go. Oh well, here's what I was thinking. Is like, like he didn't. He said it was through willpower. What if it was through? That's the key code for Scientology? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, would you, like, Ozempic is like, we've talked about, I talked about it with John. Like, I, I feel like this is, um, you know, it, when it becomes... Um, the Fen-Fen of the 2020s? Well, it doesn't co- have the same side effects that Fen-Fen did. That we know of. That we know of. Okay. Okay. So Fen-Fen was one uh, stimulant uh, that came out... crystal meth. Yeah. Uh, in, like, the 90s and caused heart problems. But... Um, I, I, as far as I know, there, Ozempic doesn't have a bunch of, the, of side effects. Um, the, the benefits are far outweigh them. Sure, sure. Um, reduces your uh, incidence of heart problems, could reduce your incidence of, of bad habits like alcohol and smoking. Mm. and um, Podcasting. Podcasting. And, and then you also just eat less. Um, what do you think of this drug? Do you think if it was, if it was a, if you thought it was safe and it was over the counter, would you take it? No. Why not? I try not to take that many drugs. And if it's simply weight loss, you should alter your lifestyle unless you're like Why? morbidly. Because I think it's probably just better for you all around unless you're morbidly obese and they're like, you got to lose weight or you're going to die. But, I, you know, like I'm just a, chub chub i needed to lose a few pounds from the the pandemic and i i did it with uh my brain and my habits Uh, there's the song but why would are you ready to go are we is it but give me a five four three what is the difference between um like if it's the same result like why i just don't want to take as many drugs like i just choose not to take drugs okay but it uh just out of because you, it feels artificial. Well, just yeah, I, it, it hasn't been studied as as long term. I'm as, saying if you think it's safe. Like, well, but I don't know anything, so I just don't take any drugs, <laughs> and then I'll probably die young. So there, there you go. But yeah, I just I avoid uh, medication at any cost. The um, end. All right. Uh, I think that that is. Interesting. I think that there's a, a sort of, um, a, a sort of spiritual part of that for some people. I'm not saying it's for you, but that they don't want some outside influence making things happen in their lives to to make it better. Um, I, I have relatives who are just like, they're just like, I am going to live how I live, and when things get bad, I'm just going to look at for my doctor to give me a pill to make it better. And, and that's a totally, that's the opposite end of things. Um, but it sounds like, I, I don't know if, if that's where, where, what you're, if you're on, even on that spectrum, but um, I, I'm definitely on the, uh, I, I like to, to take pills, do work. Oh, um, yeah. But also, you know, if things like I have people in my life that, suffer from depression and if they didn't have antidepressants like uh, they would not be where they are right now yeah and so like 
there's a, a time when it, I'm not it's anti really it for other people. It's just I'm. Well, what if your doctor said like, "Hey, you know, you take this blood thinner." I take it. All right. But it, it, this, yeah, it's it's, it's I, too late for this loaded a question. It's like it it helps you with these other things. But yeah, but it, people take it because they want to be less fat. And so I'm like, well, that's just vanity, and you can be less fat if you work really hard. Like, if you are chronically depressed, uh, you should take antidepressants. All right. Yeah. No, are you on antidepressants? I'm. Uh, <laughs> HIPAA violate? No, I'm not. Um, but I'm on other drugs. Oh sure. yeah, you, yeah, there's a lot keeping you going. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. No, it's just it's it's just been a like lifelong. I, I stopped taking antibiotics when I was younger, just because every time I'd go to the doctor, they'd be like, "Here's some, just sprinkle some yeah. antibiotics on but it." But if I'm you like, get, have an infection, you better I, fucking take an antibiotic. I, yes, if you break your arm, don't don't rub fucking sage on it. Like go to the hospital. But I just kind of was like, I think I'm just taking a lot of antibiotics when I have a scratchy throat and they're they don't they just go away take the antibiotics so i just stopped tyson writes in we're on the last one he's like are you guys still talking he says are you still talking yes will you please stop yes no please stop us i'll get right to it i've been having a hell of a time getting eyes on most of my content so tyson is one of the most prolific content creators i know he does live streams he does videos he does music all this stuff um, and the stuff that is made for kids is responsible for the bulk of my views and my shorts aren't too shabby either considering how long I've been at this six years in May, but it's been a steep uphill. I bring this up because I have a multi-part uh, release underway that involves music videos made from AI generated animations inspired by liminal spaces. Um, and what are liminal spaces? Sure. I oh, thought yeah. you were, I was about to ask you. Yeah. I think Smarty. it's something creepy. I guess you skip that class at Yale. Yep. I did. Liminalism 101. Marty, you. Marty, you. You. Cricket. Cricket. You. Cricket. Uh, he's uh, fencing. And the first video in the series has had a grand total of three views as of my oh, writing my this Lord. email. I am more or less used to this sort of frustration, and I do intend to release part two very soon, regardless of the view count, because fuck it. Fuck it. I will provide the link here. I do uh, not expect you to watch it on the podcast, but if you have the time, I will look at it. Yes, I will absolutely look at it. I will, I will tweet it out as well. Um, here's my thing, and this goes back to what Steve was saying, is Me? that when you, as a content creator, and, and this is going on um, in the past uh, couple months, there have been some very high-level, high-prominent uh, creators. YouTubers? YouTubers who have quit. Quit. Or moved cutting, over to a website. Moved over to a website, cutting back, uh, switching like this cadence of like, I've got to do um, two videos a week or whatever. The it's algorithm like, is not your friend. The algorithm, it's a grind. It's a grind. Yes. And that's why... You it's know, a fickle bitch. If I don't think that... It, it, okay, if you're young and if that appeals to you, you can do that uh, and just grind it out and you, you make a lot of sacrifices to, to make that content and... Uh, one of the sacrifices might be quality. Yeah. The other thing you can do is just do it because you love it. And with, Boo. with zero expectations and just do it because like, oh, I, I, I like sharing my, my videos of me playing video games. I like sharing cook, cooking videos and you don't give a shit about the view count and you just make them as best as you want to make them. 
without um, and just see what comes of it. But if you're going to turn it into a business, it's got to be a business. Sure. And you watch Marquez Brownlee. He talks about it. He's like, it's a fucking grind. You yeah. got to you got to constantly you, you got to game the system. You've got to question like your thumbnails you gotta um optimize 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 yeah. optimize and like you gotta scale up you gotta be ready to do this stuff or if you just want to make videos just make videos and they'll f- if it makes you happy put them out there and if they find an audience huzzah that that's called gravy but i don't think i think if you're gonna make this your job or if that's your expectation is to get tons of views um, then you have to totally change your mindset. And, and it, I don't think that's uh, as fun. I think it takes away from the, uh, the thrill of, of making interesting content and you're just chasing after numbers. And this is from me, who's got the number one podcast in this house. Oh, no, you do. <laughs> Sorry. Steve has the number one podcast in this house. I have the number two podcast in this house. I was thinking about just walking away, just like like ending the show as it began with you just talking to no one. <laughs> okay, you know what? <laughs> Is there a question in there, or you just promises, promises? Oh, okay, okay, okay. You know, just don't. So, wait, who? I, I've already forgotten who's fucking emailing because you yammered on so long. Tyson, right? Oh, now you're gonna give me the silent treatment. Uh, my advice to you, Tyson, is to uh, have a two-tiered approach. I don't think he was asking for your advice. Oh, no, well, no, go, go well ahead, go you're going to get it because that's what this podcast is. I would have two streams of content, two channels, what have you. Uh, the, the, the one that you are passionate about and enjoy and don't worry about the views, and then one where you just follow the trends, try and game the system, use a Mr. Beast thumbnail to just con people into Why coming to, to learn how to get an audience. I see. And so you'll, you'll have both those. You, you will split your time in half and spend half your hours making something really that you're passionate about and just push it out there and you get three views and then spend half your time like, how do I get a video or a piece of content to go crazy? And then... In a perfect world, those two streams will merge and you'll be like, great, I know how to work the audience and make this great thing. End of advice. Great. How's that worked for you? Oh, I won't do it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's like I have a different version of it because I work in one field and then make stuff that in another field. I'm not a content creator. And yet you are a content I'm creator. A, I'm a charlatan, uh, a, no, a confidence nonsense. man, a bag man. Nonsense. I'm, I'm a consigliere. I'm a, a, I'm a story whisperer. You know, Do you know I'm, what a consigliere is? It's, yeah, it's Robert it's a, Duvall. It's man. Robert. It's a, it's a bald guy that is like, what are you doing in this movie? You're not yeah. Italian. Yeah, you're Irish. You're Irish. Hey, get out of here, you Mick. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. His name's Mick in the movie. And, and I'm, I'm. <laughs> uh, Bringing into question Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, All right. So, Tyson, stick with it. Uh, and I, well, as long as it's fun, it, stick with it because I think you're doing something that that is interesting. And I, I think there's an audience out there. It, it it might not be as big as you want it, but it's there, or, or it might. You know, I I just don't think that you should go in with that for your 
your personal channel, but if you want to go pursue that in your Steve channel. Um, and if you want to go look at Tyson's stuff, I'm going to post it uh, after the show. Um, but it's uh, if you just look at the Liminal Music Project and Tyson Saner, um, you can find his stuff there. And then also I will uh, we will also do the Skullbot stuff, uh, Skullbomb uh, from Overbearing, and I will post that as well. So if you want to share your thoughts about uh, romantic stories, about uh, your artistic pursuits, and uh, tell us how wrong Steve is and how great I am, yes, please, please. Email us, that's noonerpodcast at gmail.com, and we will see you next uh, Tuesday, and we're going out with a little um, overbearing. Holy shit, that was fucking awesome. Uh, by the way, we are going to take next week off. I'm going to be out of town, but we will be back the week before. And so we'll see you in two Tuesdays.